Welcome to the Prime Leadership Podcast, where we keep you informed about the newest trends and discussions in the UK engineering and manufacturing sector. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Prime Workforce, dedicated to assisting leaders in engineering and manufacturing across the UK in recruiting the right talent for their leadership and management needs. Visit prime-workforce.co.uk. This week I'm delighted to be joined by Peter Hopkins, who is the Managing Director of Park Cakes Bakery in Bolton. Peter has been running sites at MD level for the past 13 years, currently at Park Cakes, which is a 160 million turnover cake manufacturer supplying UK major retailers. I would be surprised if you haven't been in a supermarket and seen a retailer branded cake, you know, and, and typically that would have came from, from Park Cakes. Peter's site responsibility, specifically within Bolton, is for 600 people and then the turnover is about 60 million. Over the past couple of years, Peter has led the transformation of the Bolton site with significant growth and implementation of a full new leadership team across all functions. I've personally known Peter during this period and helped with a lot of the recruitment, and I can see he's one of the best leaders within manufacturing today. And I'm delighted to have Peter on the show to discuss this week's hot topic. Why leadership is important. Peter, thanks for coming on the show. Morning, Terry. Thank you. Good to join you. Great. And I thought we'd just get kicked off straight away, Peter, then. So, you know, the key thing, you know, what, what, why is leadership important? Yeah, if I, initially talking very simple terms, then if we can instill a leadership culture that allows each of our 600 people to even be 1% more effective, that's hugely powerful in our business and far more powerful than any one of our leaders becoming more efficient or more effective individually. The size of that growth is, as I say, hugely powerful. If I talk in slightly more practical terms, so we employ, in addition to our leadership population, we we employ a couple of dozen engineers who all do really valuable jobs for us. In order for them to be qualified as, say, an electrician, they'll have to serve a circa three-year apprenticeship stay up to date with legislation and commit to some form of professional development each year. I would argue that the leaders in our business have far more influence on its success than our engineers. And if I talk in extremes, historically, we might take a machine minder because they're a good machine minder and make them a line leader, assuming they have the skills to do that job. Or we might take our best line leader and make them a shift manager or we might take our best shift manager and make them a production manager, et cetera, et cetera, each time on the assumption that they have the ability to do the next level of leadership. Without the right training and the right evaluation, that logic is totally flawed. So effectively, we have an electrician who has three years of training, professional development, and without a proper framework for our leadership, and that's both about training and about evaluation, then it's nowhere near as powerful as it might be. And so in simple terms, those are the two things as to why leadership in our business is is absolutely essential. Okay, so so, so that's interesting, Peter. So how would you go about doing that? It's a really good question. I think the, the most important question about how we train and empower our leaders is is the how, not necessarily the what. And that's the thing that unlocks a real potential. So let me just firstly talk about the challenges that, that we have to overcome in, in the how. So it has to firstly be a, a journey of self-discovery. 
people have to be able to internalize the learning, understand what it means to them, how they can apply it in their own style and their own character. It's not verbatim. It's not, if I go back to my analogy of an electrician, it, it's not how to connect a set of wires. It has to be individual. Secondly, it has to be delivered at all levels. And that has to start with the most senior people in the business. So in our leadership program, I was the first person to do it. And that allows our senior leaders to take our more junior leaders through the program and lead them effectively through that. And so the program has to apply equally to someone who has, let's say, 30 years of leadership experience compared to someone who might be in their early 20s or maybe even younger who are embarking on the leadership journey. And finally, and probably most importantly, it has to be practical and interactive. The, the analogy that says, tell me, I'll forget, show me, I'll remember, involve me, I'll understand is so so applicable to this program. So having a, taken those principles and applied them to the, to the program, we then take each of our leaders through three very distinct phases. Firstly, they have to learn how to lead themselves, how to behave in an authentic way, how to instill trust from the team below them in themselves. They then have to learn how to lead others, and that's the more classic tools of you know, empowerment, leadership styles, etc. And then we can go on to the practical tools. That might be short interval control, Kaizen, 5S, any of those. But I'm really clear, you can't do that third phase without doing the, the first two phases first. And that's quite often you know, a mistake that, that, that we made in the past where we say, right, let's go through world-class tools, et cetera. But those on their own will, will, will fall on fallow ground. So that's really the how as to how we yeah. create a, a population of leaders. And me and you both know, Peter, you've been through a rewarding, challenging time in the last couple of years so far within Park Capes. How have you been applying those principles specifically within your own business? Yeah, so clearly in putting this together, you have to first of all take account of the current business situation. And from a Park Cakes Bolton perspective, there's a couple of really interesting dynamics that, that helped us define it. Firstly, we've got reasonably significant growth. So we grew by 15% last year and we're budgeted to beat that growth this year. Uh, so that's significant growth and significant capacity to be to, to be unlocked. And secondly, our first line management population historically was at a, a, a low level, too low a level. So we were starting with a, from a low base. So first of all, we, we appointed 15 first line managers. So, so people responsible for a sell of anywhere from 10 to 30 people. These are people earning circa £20,000 a year. All of those were internal. Most of them had non or very limited leadership experience. Most of them were Eastern European, so we had a number of cultural challenges and in some cases language challenges. But all to a person, they were all extremely hungry, quite naive, had a huge appetite to learn. And as, as I've said, we, we had the cultural challenges of, you know, they were in a country that they weren't brought up in and, and the subtleties of leadership, therefore, were really important. So having identified those 15 people, we secondly took them through the leadership program, as I say, putting the senior leaders through first so that we can effectively lead them through and support and mentor them through the program. And effectively, we're starting with a blank sheet of paper. So out of that, we get a great deal of consistency. What we don't get is 
well, actually, we did this at our previous place, and I'll interpret it. So we get a we get a great deal of consistency and alignment, and we build a team at Park Cakes that know how to lead in the way that we want to at Park Cakes. Therefore, we get the loyalty and the commitment to the cause because we've created or helped create the leaders within that business. So the biggest challenge, and the biggest challenge for for us, and in my experience most food manufacturers in growth isn't about machinery or kit. It's about the capacity of our management and how do the managers cope with 15% more business or 30% more business. So that might be a new shift. That might be a new line. And what in effect we've done is create that management capacity so that when we want to put a new cell of production on, on a night shift or a back shift or put a new machine in, then we are able to put one of our newly trained first-line managers in and plug them in almost in modular form so that they're aligned to what we do. We know exactly how they're going to behave when we're not there, exactly how they're going to lead their people. And we create the framework around that tells them, this is what's important for me to do, this is what's not important for me to do. And out of that, we're able to grow the business with the right leaders and in a consistent way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think, you know, that, that clearly shows your experience at this level and being a leader within a company. And I know for a fact that Park Cakes over the last couple of years has benefited hugely by having you involved within the senior team. And I know this is, you know, it's on to bigger and better things as well with Park Cakes. And it's going to be exciting to see what happens over the next uh, couple of years coming uh, with, the, with the solid foundation that you've laid within the business. Peter, I'd like to thank you very much for having you on this week's podcast. Really do appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it as well. No, that was good. Thank you, Terry. Thanks, Peter. And I'm sure after listening to Peter's insightful information, I'm sure it's left a lot of ideas in our listeners' heads. And if you are uh, listening in and, you, and it has got you thinking and you may have one or two questions, then please don't hesitate to, to get in touch with myself and I can put you in touch with Peter. So my contact details, if you pop an email across, it's terry, T-E-R-R-Y, at bonfirerecruitment.com. As discussed, our hot topics are a snippet of knowledge, and hopefully it has got you thinking about your own business and your own leadership, and how to be able to take some of the ideas there and adopt into your own uh, leadership strategy. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Thank you very much, as always, for tuning in. It really is much appreciated. Thanks for listening to the Prime Leadership Podcast. If you've made it this far, we take it that you enjoyed the show. In return, we'd love it if you would leave us a rating and a review on Spotify and Amazon Music. Subscribe whilst you're there, and we'll catch you for the next episode.